Work it just a little bit. The embodiment of abundance is in the now. There's nothing I need to do other than be who I am and follow my intuition. And that is more than enough to receive it all. Welcome to the Reclaiming Purpose podcast with me, your girl, your hostess with the mostest, and the founder of You Are Into It, Dana Lisa. Join me weekly here for wisdom drops on all things intuition. My methodology is the D3 method, and it teaches you how to discover your own joy GPS and reclaim your intuition, then decondition old people-pleasing or analysis paralysis so that you can transform on a belief level in your unconscious mind, and lastly, how to take deliberate aligned action and find liberation and fulfillment in all aspects of your life, including relationships, love, money, and career. My process uses a blend of human design, neuro-linguistic programming, and my own intuitive gifts to help you in reclaiming purpose in your life. Hello, beautiful people. Happy humans. How are you doing? I hope you're having an amazing week so far. And today, I'm going to be talking about abundance versus scarcity. And that's because this is something I am thoroughly embodied in in the moment and doing a lot of work on for myself. I've been deepening my spiritual practice and really thinking about abundance as a concept and as a whole, which we know if you've been hanging out in the world of spirituality for a while now, if you have done any work around law of attraction, which you probably have, which is why you're here hanging with me, then you know that abundance is not a dollar in your bank account. It's not a specific level of income. Abundance itself is a holistic sensation that we have as we walk through life, that there's more than enough available to us, that we're never going to be lacking, that if we need something, it's there, that we are supported, that we are taken care of, that anything that we really desire is ours for the taking, and that we don't need to do anything We don't need to work really hard or hustle or step out of integrity with our authenticity in order to magnetize that desire. And abundance is often used in the conversation of money and wealth. And it has to do with money and wealth, of course, because that's one of the most energetically charged areas of our lives where we have a lot of emotion around it, the conversation around abundance is often brought up with money because that's often where we're doing our work. Money and love, those two things are areas where a lot of people notoriously struggle with getting what they want and being successful. And that's because it's two areas of our life where we have the most conditioning, where we've been taught the most lies and borrowed the most beliefs that don't actually align with our truth. And so a huge part of awakening and the deconditioning process is remembering the truth that we are lovable as we are. We're perfectly designed and there's nothing wrong with us. And even if we're not everyone's cup of tea, 
as my friend, my very good friend, Danny Driuso would say, it doesn't matter because I like coffee. (laughs) And, you know, a lot of us will, when we're deep in our conditioned state and we're in that really reactive state, we'll kind of chameleon ourselves to become who we think we have to be in order for someone to love us. And we often end up in relationships, maybe speaking from some personal experience here, <laughs> we'll often end up in relationships where we're overgiving, we're people-pleasing, we're hiding parts of ourselves. aka we have a lot of shadow, and people can't unconditionally love us if we have conditions about how we show up, right? If somebody doesn't know the truth of who you are, well, they can't love you for who you are. And so we end up creating these really conditional relationships that aren't of the highest service to our soul and aren't of service to the person who we're loving either. And we end up feeling really self-sacrificial and like we're giving ourselves away and we're never getting everything that we want. It's just like this feeling of not enoughness, aka scarcity, the opposite of abundance. And the exact same thing happens with money, right? So with money, we're told that we need to work really hard and that we have to hustle and work hard now, play later. And, you know, work is work. Like one that was big for me is like, work isn't supposed to be fun. You work so that you can have fun, but work is like a sacrifice that you make. And it's just something you got to, you know, buckle up and do. And, you know, things that you love or your hobbies, but work is work. And those two things are distinctly different and they can't be one and the same unless you're like really lucky and you like hit the lottery basically. (laughs) And I myself like was constantly in scarcity around money. And this is something that I still notice in my life when certain things don't go according to plan, because just like love, with money, we often get attachments to a particular outcome. We want a certain person to love us, or we want a certain type of client and a certain dollar amount in our bank account. And when it doesn't happen, even though we sacrifice and even though we overgive and even though we people please and even though we overextend ourselves and we don't get the outcome that we want, then we think something must be wrong with us. Like I'm doing so much. I'm working so hard. I'm like giving it all and I'm still not getting what I want. So like what's wrong with me? And then we start to create this narrative of shame, right? Like the difference between guilt and shame, guilt is like, I did something wrong, but shame is like, I am wrong. I'm There's something fundamentally wrong with me. I'm broken. And when we operate from a place of our conditioning of overgiving, of people pleasing, of self-sacrifice, being super attached to an outcome, showing up really like formulaic, like, okay, I'm going to do A, B, and C because that equals D. And we do A, B, and C even though we didn't want to. And then we don't get D and we're like, oh, well, this is working for everyone else. Like, what's wrong with me? Like, what? I'm broken. And we feel this deep sense of shame, which creates even more shadow, which means we step even further away from our authenticity. And this is scarcity. This is how it feels when we're operating from this place of scarcity. 
And I recently had this kind of realization that really helped me just simplify, like, what's the difference between scarcity and abundance? Because in and of themselves, like, these two things are on the same spectrum. They're two polarities on the exact same spectrum. So they're interconnected. They're undeniably related, but there is obviously that gray space in between these two ends of the spectrum where we fluctuate. And how do we define what that gray space looks like? And if abundance itself isn't like a certain dollar amount in our bank account, it's not a particular status, it's not a certain number of followers, it's not a particular lifestyle, it's more the sensation of more than enough then it's really about a value that we assign to life. And when I thought about it from that perspective, I was like, okay, well, scarcity is the exact same thing. And so I have written here in my journal, scarcity equals assigning the value of lack to the evidence around us. And abundance equals assigning the value of overflow to the evidence around us. So when we're in scarcity, we're operating from this place of there's not enough. Everything is finite. It's going to run out. If I don't like get my peace now, I'm not going to get it later. I have, you know, a finite number of resources and I can never create more. And we're constantly operating from this place of like, if I lose this guy, there's not another one coming. You know, if I lose this relationship with this amazing person, I'm never going to find love again. If I, you know, lose this client on this sales call, it means I'm a failure and I'm never going to find another client. If someone asks me for a refund, it means that everyone's going to ask for a refund and I'm just bad at what I do. If I, you know, make $12,000 and then I, you know, go a month without making any money, then I have to cling to this $12,000 because like, I don't know when I'm going to ever make money again. And this money is finite. And so I have to like really hold on to us and like plug the flow of money. And when we're in abundance, we're like, confident. We're certain that more is coming. You know, if something happens in our relationship and we're like, wow, this person is so amazing and they have all of these great qualities, but they're not right for me. They don't meet my quality standard. And that's okay because there's going to be someone who's even more aligned with the type of person that I'm looking for. And we don't hesitate. We don't like draw out the relationship and make it last a really long time. Even though all the signs are there, we trust ourselves. We're like, nope, I've got this. Like the right person is coming and we move forward. We, you know, have a client on the phone, a potential client on the phone. And they're like, talking to us and we just get this feeling of like, this person isn't quite the right fit for this offer. This isn't like quite the thing. This isn't quite who I'm looking for. This isn't my like ideal soulmate client. And instead of like offering them the offer anyways, just because we want the money, we stand in our power and we're like, you know, this doesn't feel like the ideal fit. Like I have some places that I can direct you that would be potentially better based on where you're at. And we trust that the right person is coming. There's no hesitation in that process because we have full faith that the right person is coming. When we make the $12,000, we take a portion of that and we go celebrate with it guilt-free because we're like, oh my gosh, I'm going to go buy this bag that I've wanted, or I'm going to go spend the three days at the resort to like really anchor this in that I've been wanting because we know that 
more is coming and that this is just the beginning. And when we are in a state of abundance, we're fully integrated in the truth. And the truth is that the universe is ever expanding. Resources are ever expanding. There's more than enough. And I've had people, you know, say to me, and I've even had the thought myself, well, like, no, resources aren't infinite because there's only, you know, X amount of dollars in the world. There's only like X amount of food in the world. There's only X amount of water in the world, all of these things, right? And this is very true. This is true that at this moment, there's only X amount available to us. However, we are creative beings who are capable of really powerful creation energy. And that's been shown throughout history that we are always capable of creating more. There's more money in the world right now than there was 60 years ago. There's less water in the world because we haven't been focused and caring about it than there was 60 years ago. So we actually have the power to consciously create more of what it is that's important to us by focusing on our awareness and where we consciously put that awareness. And when we do that, more comes. We're in an infinite, ever-expanding universe that is constantly capable of creating more, more of what it is that we want. And this is the truth. So the biggest difference, in my opinion, between scarcity and abundance is that one of them is true and one of them is a lie. Abundance is true. Overflow is true. Like you could be right now in the exact moment before you're about to receive a million dollars. Like that's true. You could be. You could receive it tomorrow. Like something could happen. You could win the lottery. You could get a high-end multimillionaire client. Like you could receive a trust fund. You could receive an inheritance. Like there's so much that could happen that you don't even know is available to you from your current perception of reality. And this is, this is the truth of our existence in any given moment. You don't know what's available to you in each moment to the next because your current human perception is not possible of understanding the miracles that are available to you. Your brain can only make assumptions based on its past experiences, based on what it's seen other people do, based on what other things have become available to you in your awareness through your lived experiences. But the truth is, there is way, way more than your lived experiences and what you've seen available to you actually possible. You can't even conceptualize everything that's possible. You have no idea. From your current state of being, you have no idea what miracles are available to you. Hello, Intuits. I am quickly interrupting today's episode to let you know that enrollment is open for The Way. The Way is my membership mastermind portal that gives you access to every program I have ever created around using your intuition in money, business, love, relationships, sales, in order to create the life of your daydreams and bring that into reality. This is for my visionaries who have a really big dream and know that 
the way that other people have done it before them isn't how they're going to bring it to life. So you've got a unique vision, you've got unique energy, you've got a unique purpose and dharma in this lifetime, and you are here to bring it to life using your intuition and taking the aligned action that is going to get you there the most quickly. The way is going to unlock this for you, and you're going to get so much support while inside through mastermind calls weekly with not only myself, but the You Are Into It ambassadors, and you're also going to receive a special gift from me as a member of the Reclaiming Purpose podcast if you use the code at checkout, PURPOSE1111. So again, that's P-U-R-P-O-S-E-1111. At checkout, you're going to be given 50% off of your first month's membership. You can join us for six months, 12 months, 18 months, whatever commitment you decide to make, you will be given all inclusive access to all of these programs, both past as well as what runs live inside of The Way. I'm so excited to see you inside and I'll talk to you so soon. Back to this episode. And the energetics of stepping into abundance is really about entering receivership. It's about entering miracle receivership and being willing to not only acknowledge that fact, but stop asking questions like how, when, why, what do I need to do in the now and living your life in the now with the full wisdom that this could be the moment before I receive it all and who do I want to be right now? And it changes everything to live from that abundance. And this is to me the embodiment of abundance is in the now There's nothing I need to do other than be who I am and follow my intuition. And that is more than enough to receive it all. And I have no idea what's about to come. And it's all happening for me. I'm not even worried about it. It is inevitable. My desires are inevitable. What I want is inevitable. My intentions have been set. And therefore, it has already started to happen. It's already on its way to me. And this is the truth. And when we're in scarcity, what we're doing is we're buying the lie. We're buying the lie that we need to compete, that if someone else gets something that we wanted, that means it's not available to us anymore. And that if we empower someone else to their fullest potential, it takes away power from us, which is a lie. That's not true at all. (laughs) Like we know that. We know that just because our friend became a multimillionaire doesn't actually mean that we can't become a multimillionaire. But unconsciously, it can feel this way if we're operating from a place of scarcity. So one of the clues, a little like breadcrumb trail to witnessing consciously whether our unconscious is in a state of scarcity or abundance is looking at how we feel when other people heal and share their gifts and live really amazing lives. So if you feel anything other than ecstatic joy witnessing someone like you heal and share their gifts and live an amazing life full of pleasure and joy and money and fame, this shows you where you're constricted in your own joy. And 
you can look at really specific things around what that person is doing that triggers you, what that person is doing that makes you feel constricted. Did they raise your prices? Did they raise their prices? Pardon me. And it means that you need to raise your prices because you're so triggered. Did they become location independent and start traveling the world, which makes you really angry because you feel tied to an office and a desk chair? Like, what did they do that made you feel like something you wanted was taken away from you that constricted your joy? And whatever it is that's being mirrored, you can acknowledge to move, right? To move from scarcity to abundance, you can consciously acknowledge that you get to have that too. It can be yours. You can use these reflections as an opportunity to claim the truth that you get to have exactly what you want too. That these people are showing you an expansion of what is possible to you that you may not have even known the moment before was available because your human experience was little, a little more limited. But they just expanded you into new potentialities of what is possible for you, of what is available to you. And then this is where we do the work. This is where anything that exists inside of our unconscious, our unconscious belief system that is unmatched with this, that is out of alignment with this new conscious awareness, we have to raise our awareness about it so we can change it. This is where things like NLP come in. This is where things like journaling come in. This is where shadow work comes in. This is where inner child work comes in. This is where we get to choose to integrate an unconscious belief system that fully aligns with the truth of our soul's desires so that we no longer experience these constrictions. We start to step into our limitlessness and our infinite potentiality. We start to step into the truth of who we are, which is a powerful as fuck magnetic being who is so capable of creating any life that we desire. So anywhere that you are focusing your energy on others is taking away from this power, right? So to heal ourself, the power to heal ourself, the power to heal others, the power to manifest, it all comes from focusing inwards and recognizing our own power and our own sovereignty and recognizing other people's power and sovereignty and recognizing that we are equally and infinitely as powerful as any other individual on the planet, regardless of where we are in our process and regardless of where they are in our process. So we are here as an intuitive to move energy. We are here as an intuitive to move energy. And this includes money. This includes emotions. We are not meant to be stagnant beings. We are meant to be constantly moving forward. We are meant to be constantly evolving, constantly changing, and constantly transmuting energy back to our truth of wholeness and integralness and imperfect perfection. And this is how we begin, is by moving through the spectrum from the conditioned scarcity that we've been taught into a place of truth into abundance. (sighs) 
Thank you. I love you so much. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day wherever you are in the world. And I will talk to you so soon. All right, Intuits, that's all for this week, but I will catch you here on Reclaiming Purpose next week. And if you want more of this type of content, you can go check out the offers on youareintuit.com. The link is in the show notes. And for a chance to win a one-year subscription to all of our workshops and programs, go ahead and leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts so that we can enter you into our quarterly draw. I will talk to you guys so soon and have an amazing rest of your day wherever you are in the world.